Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 48 of Gaming with Grief. And I'm calling this episode Final Home Fantasy Blur's Day Edition, uh, because if you guys didn't know, um, I'm in Washington State, and I've said on other podcasts, uh, my, my work was considered non-essential, so every day just kind of runs together, and I've started joking around and calling them Blur's Days, because they are big blurs. Um, but before I get that uh, big announcement, um, all my podcasts are now on iTunes. This podcast will be going up on iTunes, uh, but it will hit my website on Monday morning at 7 a.m., and that website is www.gamingwithgrief.com. You can leave a comment uh, below the video. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, again, I'm pretty new at this. I know it says episode 48, but that's pretty, pretty new into things for most people that have been podcasting. So I don't know why my voice got all high, but uh, people that podcast usually do it for years and years and years, and it takes them a long time to find their voice. So I'm still trying to mess around with the format of the show, um, find out about what I feel, you know, like what would be right for the thing. I still uh, want to obviously talk about games. Uh, if you are coming new to the podcast, um, well, um, yeah, just a quick brief thing. Uh, you know, over the past few years, from 2016 to 2019, there's been a lot of loss in my life. Uh, my wife, uh, we lost two children, and my wife had a miscarriage. Uh, and then, you know, my parents passed away within about 15 months of each other. And that was all the past three years. So I've just been kind of using games, whether it be video games or board games or card games, to, uh, you know, kind of deal with grief. I've been going to therapy. And uh, I can't believe I didn't mention this, but a friend of mine died in 2019 as well. So that was, uh, you know, just another thing that happened that was terrible uh so yeah i've just been using games a lot to deal with um uh you know with um grief so yeah i mean hopefully if you're finding this on itunes for the first time you enjoy it it is just me usually my wife will join me every once in a while which i think i'm gonna have her join me next week because she's been playing some games in the switch that i want to hear her talk about i've only been hearing her making noises about how great she likes these games she's been playing trine on the switch you might want to check deals on the eShop. I think she got it for like $4. Anyway, let me not skip over the intro. So yeah, I, like I said, this web, this uh, podcast will hit um, Monday morning at 7 a.m. at my uh, my website, www.gamewithgrief.com. Uh, you can leave a comment below the video there. Uh, you can also um, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com and write me an email if you want to write me an email. Uh, again, this is on iTunes as well. It's called the Gaming with Grief Cod Podcast with Joseph Carlson. So you can obviously like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Uh, leave me a comment. Um, I haven't really seen a lot of activity. It's only been up for a few days though. So um, I, it took me about a day to get all the past episodes up, a couple hours, uh, because the process I was doing, I was doing it wrong. So I had like episode 44 out of all 44 episodes, and then I kind of worked going backwards and then putting all the uh, current episodes up that I saw. Uh, episode 47 is up on iTunes, and this one will be up on iTunes. So, uh, yeah, either go to the website, leave me a comment, you can go to that email address I mentioned, or just, uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes, like, uh, leave me a you know a comment there or a review. And, uh, yeah, so uh, back in, back to the show. So, yeah, I'm calling this, again, Final Home Fantasy Blur's Day Edition, because every day is running together because, again, I'm in a stay-at-home uh, state, so my work is not essential, so I'm staying at home. Uh, my wife and I talked the other day about how great it was 
that, uh, you know, going to the store was such a treat because I think before this we both hated going to the store. Now we love going to the store. It's great. Um, yeah, and the Final Home Fantasy isn't just a clever play on words. Uh, I play Final Fantasy XIV, the online MMO. I played on a PS4. You can play it on PC as well. Uh, I have a character uh, that I made a long time ago. Uh, and I kind of dip back in and, and out. You know, I subscribe usually for a month or two uh, because that's the only way it's got a subscription service. It's one of the few MMOs left that does, besides, I think, World of Warcraft. Um, and I can't think of any others. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, they are having a free login campaign because of the COVID-19 situation around the world. So you can log in for free for eight days. Uh, and I'm taking advantage of that because I was thinking for a while, you know, I need to go back to Final Fantasy XIV. I did enjoy the game, uh, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to pay for two months. I was obviously trying to save money because we're in a lockdown situation, uh, trying to save our finances. Uh, I still haven't received my stimulus check. Hopefully I will receive it next week. Um, and even though I'm eligible for unemployment, I was denied. Uh, like many people in other states, I'm sure that are listening to this, uh, it's kind of a mess right now. A lot of states are expanding their programs and hiring people and trying to get their websites up and running. Uh, and our state is no different, uh, but it's kind of a mess. So to get a hold of a real person is kind of difficult um, and to get everything sorted out. So I'm hoping to get that sorted out. But luckily, my wife and I have savings. So I have just been staying at home playing video games and reading. Uh, I, I play, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV again because, like I said, it's free. Uh, I enjoy it. It's really story-driven. It's it's basically like any other MMO. You play World of Warcraft, third-person action game. You go out and do quests or missions for quest givers. Um, unlike other MMOs I played, Final Fantasy XIV is very linear. So yes, there's side missions you do. Uh, you do dungeons and things like that. Uh, but this is so story-driven that the main story quests have a different icon than the other quests. And they really push you in the direction to, you know, play the main story. One, you get a lot of XP for doing it. And two, there is a narrative that's unfolding. In fact, when I logged in again, I completed uh, the main story mission. I got the achievement like a year ago for doing that, you know, put the game down, came back and wanted to, I when I, when I left the game, I got free time because I purchase a bundle uh, with all the expansions. There's been three expansions coming out uh, that that's came out. There's Heaven's Ward, um, or Heaven's Ward, whichever, however you want to pronounce it. There's Stormblood, and there is the new one that came out called Shadowbringers that I think came out last June or July in 2019. And uh, I just bought a bundle. I got all of them uh, for 40 bucks, which seemed like a deal, but then I think a week after I bought it, uh, they were giving away a Heaven's Ward for free. So I could have just saved a lot more money and got Heaven's Sword for free. Probably just resubbed to the game. But, you know, it, it's like it's like that everywhere. Every time you think, oh, man, this is a really good deal. The moment you pull the trigger on it, there's going to be a better deal somewhere else. And so, you know, I just kind of shrugged and went along with it. And I realized, like I said, it's such a story-based game that since I completed the main storyline, I thought, oh, I'll just jump right into Heaven's Sword. You know, I haven't played this game in a while. I have eight free days. Let me just go look online and see what you do because... You know, the, the game is good at directing you where to go, but I thought, you know, there is instances where side missions or to go to a new area and an expansion. I've done this with games where you're like, who do you talk to? Do you talk to somebody? Do you take a boat? Do you take a griffin? What do you do? And uh, this is definitely one of those situations where it's someone in a keep. It's kind of off to the side. But what I realized was because this is such a story-based game that they make you complete basically some scenarios. Basically, they're about probably 18 to 19 missions in each scenario 
because they pushed out patches between the big uh, the main game and Heavensward, and and they they uh, extended the story, uh, which is really amazing. Uh, but when you're coming into it, you know, like me and late. You know, like I was telling my wife, this probably wouldn't be a problem if I was subscribing and playing every day because you're just doing this stuff a little bit at a time. But now that I look back and see that I've logged on and I have all these missions to do, uh, luckily there's some wikis out there. I can't really give a shout out to any because I'm bouncing between some wikis. I probably could have written them down. But I think there's a Final Fantasy 14, just a wiki. There's the Lodestone, which is like where all the players go to. But anyway, uh, there's a website I go to that just maps out all the main story quests. And that's all I'm doing to try to get to Heaven Sword. So I think I have like three other patches to go through. And each patch, it looks like they released about 17 or 18 missions a pop for each patch. Uh, and then you get to go to Heaven Sword. Uh, so I'm slowly getting through it. Um, the one thing that I don't like about Final Fantasy XIV um, is that they require you to do dungeons for the main story mission. And that's a little, I don't know if I really like that. Because it seems to me that um, dungeons should kind of be optional, but in the story thing, you know, there's something down there you need to get, and you got to do it, and you got to do it right now. This thing's gonna, it's gonna take over the world. There's these primals and stuff. I think the storytelling is actually really good for what it is in the game. Uh, you know, there's good reveals, there's good villains, uh, there's some voice acted dialogue in big cutscenes. Some is just uh, text boxes between people talking, which is fine. Uh, but the dungeon thing really just bothers me because. Being a new player and not really knowing your place, I made a, a warrior class. I made a, a gladiator, and then later they turned into a paladin, which sounds really cool. But like, if you've never played the game and don't know the systems, um, you know you're all learning. And me, I take such big breaks. I'm a filthy casual, so it takes a long time to like get me up to speed onto what I'm doing. Uh, you know, and so every time I start a dungeon, I just have to tell people, hey, man, this is this is my first time doing this. Uh, all the groups I've run into have actually been very nice. So nobody's been really bad. I did do one dungeon and the person was really nice. But they said, listen, man, you need to get some new armor and work on some weapons because I totally ran out of mana just healing you and everybody else in the group. You know, there was some some deaths. Uh, so I feel bad. But they said, you know, that's fine. Just work on it. They weren't being mean. They were like, you know, they weren't being uh, they didn't say anything bad or derogatory. They just said, hey, just go get some new armor and you'd be good to go. And uh, I did. Uh, I spent a lot of money doing that. So I really like the game. Uh, we're fighting the primals, which I'm not that familiar with Final Fantasy. Apparently those are big deals in the lore of Final Fantasy. Uh, now we're facing the Leviathan, which again, I think is a pretty big deal in Final Fantasy from what I've gleaned through gaming osmosis that we all have where... You know, you may not really be into a game, but you know people that are into that game and you hear them talk about the game. And then maybe you're listening to this now going, I don't care about Final Fantasy XIV. Well, you're going to learn about primals just like I did. There are these ancient creatures that apparently want to wreak havoc on us normal folk. And of course, because this is a Japanese role-playing game, your character is a hero of light. They're not just a regular foot soldier. No, no. You have special powers. And now you have to kill the primal. And this is, I think, the third or fourth primal that I've killed. But they may not be dead. I don't know. That's also a thing in Japanese role-playing games. Things are kind of dead, and they're not really dead. So you just got to kind of beat this primal. So like I said, I think this is the third primal I fought in the main story. And I think I got to do a dungeon. And then I think after this, I have to go do more main story missions. And I'm only doing the main story missions. I've seen some missions around... Uh, you know, that'll get me more XP and stuff like that. But I don't, uh, I know in Heavensward, the, the main game, the XP, or the, your level was capped at 50. 
they extended that to 60 for Heavensward. So I'm just doing the main story quest so that way I can just get to Heavensward as quickly as possible and, you know, get all that new content. And I don't know, honestly, I didn't want to spend a lot of money. I don't know if I'll be subscribing after this. I might just be playing for my eight days and then say I do, but I might actually log in and try to get uh, more stuff done and see more of the content that I bought, you know, a year, you know, what, six, eight months ago when, um, would be almost, it'd be almost a year ago uh, when I bought the Shadowbringers expansion. So, um, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I've also, I did take a sip of coffee. You know, it's like my fourth coffee day. It's, it's a big coffee day for me. I gotta say, uh, we got a coffee maker that just makes great uh, coffee. So, you know, I try to watch how much coffee I intake. Not today, sir. Not today. Or ma'am. I don't know who's listening, but I'm drinking a lot of coffee today and it feels great. Uh, if I sound a little bit crazy, it's because I am. I'm coffee crazy. Uh, what else? Oh, yes. I've been playing Dark Souls more. Uh, I beat another boss and I realized that you can, you know, that since there's no restrictions, I talked about it in the last episode, there's no real restrictions on your class uh, in the game or your stats. You kind of build what you want. And so I was able to get uh, spells to be a spellcaster. Um, I was able to get uh, miracles and to get a um, an attunement so I can cast miracles. Uh, and then I got a um, the pyro flame, the pyromancy. You get a flaming glove, basically. And that allows you to cast uh, fire spells, which is pretty good. And in the beginning area... Everything is pretty much um, weak to fire. So it's actually doing quite a bit of damage in the areas I'm in. So it makes me feel pretty amazing that uh, I can do all this stuff. And, you know, in your offhand, you basically have spells or shields, and you can switch between them. The only thing you can't really switch between is if you're attuned to miracles, uh, then you have to attune yourself to magic, and then you have to attune yourself to pyromancy which is fine you can go to a bonfire and do it pretty easily it doesn't really cost anything that i know of so you can kind of switch on the fly like oh i'm gonna need some healing spells probably use some miracles oh i'm gonna need like some range spells i should do this oh these things are weak to fire i'll do this it's kind of a nice little way to switch it up and it doesn't make the combat stale because uh until then i've kind of been sword and board which i don't mind in games but this just feels really um I don't know. It, you like it, it's a good way to mix it up in a game that you can already be, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, like a little bit stale, or you find like, oh man, you know, you you can get in sections in Dark Souls where you feel like you're beating your head against the wall and you're not making any progress. So this is just a good way to mix it up and say, oh, I want to use spells. I want to use pyromancy. Let's see if I can mix this up and kind of get past this area. Um, yeah. So I, I I'm still I can't recommend it enough. Uh, yeah. So check it out. Check out Dark Souls. Um, and then, let's see, what else I want to talk about? So I actually finished a book. I know it's amazing. I've actually finished quite a book, uh, quite a few books this year. It's been three or four so far, which is pretty good for me because usually I read maybe one or two books a year, and I'm already kind of beat that. Um, I'm listening to books on Audible because I keep remembering that I have credits on there. I wish you could give more credits away. That was like a gifting option on Audible. Um, it just doesn't seem to be like you can't give gifts away. That would be like a nice thing. Like on somebody's birthday or your birthday, say, hey, do you want to give some of these credits away because, you know, I don't mind paying for Audible, but when you have 10 or 12 credits, uh, that gets kind of rough. So, but I did beat a book by actually reading it this time. Uh, the book I got was, um, it's called The Theft of Swords. It was written by uh, Michael Sullivan. Came out in, I think, I want to say 2010 or 2011. Uh, he's got two more in that series. 
It's, um, well, I can't pronounce it, but it's a trilogy of books, uh, and the characters, I think, will carry over to the next two books. I got them on Audible, so I can't wait to listen to those. But yeah, uh, I'm doing pretty good so far. I got three books down uh, this year. I'm reading, um, I think it's called, it's uh, like Red Wolf, uh, Yellow Leopard or uh, something. It's it's a trilogy by Marlon James. it's uh, instead of using Western uh, mists, it's using African mists. So there's like a skin changer that can turn into a leopard. And this guy's kind of like a supernatural tracker and he's tracking someone. Uh, it's really good so far. I'm only like 50 or 60 pages into it. Apparently it's part of a trilogy. I don't know if the other books are out yet. I've only read, you know, I'm only reading this book, but it says on the cover that this is part of like the Morning Star, the Red Star trilogy. So um, that's all really good. I'm really having a good time with that. So. Uh, it's really interesting and unique, and uh, it's kind of a different perspective, you know. Like, I think especially the the book I read, The Theft of Swords, was kind of a Western fantasy thing. It was it was really well written, and the characters were great. Uh, I liked it, but you know, you do get in this thing if you read fantasy, you always read Western fantasy. So this other book is a great way to, um, you know, kind of break out of that and kind of read some more myths and things like that. And I'm really liking it, so uh, I recommend that trying to think what else okay so my off topic thing today i think is going to be the fact that my wife and i have started watching what we do in the shadows again there's a series on fx there's a movie that came out several years ago called what we do in the shadows where a docu it was a mockumentary a documentary crew follows a group of vampires living in new zealand um and this time uh it's a series and they're in new york uh and uh it's really good there's three main vampires. Well, four if you consider Colin, who's like an emotional vampire. He'll just bore you to death and you'll fall asleep. He works in an office and then he takes your essence or whatever. That's really interesting. And then um, what else? Oh, yeah. So season two started a few weeks ago. I don't think I got the date that it began, uh, but we watched the first two episodes and it is is as funny, if not funnier, than the first season. Um, I think another episode will come out in a few days. I definitely recommend checking it out. If you have Hulu, it's there. It seems like a lot of shows on FX are now hitting Hulu. So I recommend doing that, um, you know, if you want to um, watch that show. I definitely recommend it. It's very good. I think um, we still have a couple weeks left of the lockdown, depending on if our state uh, extends it or not. I'm not sure. Um, There's some talk that several states are extending it uh, a few weeks. I don't know if our state will be one. I'm sure the governor will make an address in a few days um, because I know they said that they're trying to get cases down and it has to be a downward trend for several weeks before they'll consider opening things back up, uh, which I, I, unlike other people I've seen on the news, do not mind. Um, Point is, I'm going to binge a lot of stuff. I want to watch Parasite. Uh, that's now on Hulu. I've been hearing a lot of this show called Devs, which is from FX, and that's also on Hulu. I think it's um, maybe a part-time series. I think there's only like eight or nine episodes, so I definitely want to check that out. Uh, I want to check out like Midsummer. There's like a list of things that I want to check out, and I, I think I'll have the next two weeks to really do that. I know lately I've been um, writing a lot more, which feels really good, and another good thing is we're coming to the end of my Dragon Age pen and paper campaign, which I've talked about on the podcast before. Um, there's only probably three or four sessions left, um, and I'm excited. It's been a year. I checked an email that one of the players sent me uh, for notes on his character, and he sent it to me on April 26th of last year. So, uh, yeah, it'll probably be April 26th, and we'll be finishing up. So it'll be about a year 
that it took for the campaign to take place. Um, I have a pretty big ending plan for everybody. I think some of the people that actually play are uh, listening to this, so I don't want to give it away. Um, but it'll be pretty big, and then I'm thinking there'll be an epilogue even after what I planned. Some of the players mentioned they didn't want to stop, so we'll see if um, they still want to continue or if we'll do something else. Another friend of mine mentioned to me that he wanted to maybe start playing with his wife, do like a pen and paper thing, um, but... They don't want to do something really violent, which I get. You know, the world is a terrible place and sometimes you just want to relax. So I'm thinking maybe Lord of the Rings, which in his way is violent, but it's kind of a high fantasy where it's not that violent because it's orcs and you don't have to get that graphic. Dragon Age is definitely very different than that. It's very graphic. The whole um, idea of the world is very violent and um, it's just a different beast. But I think maybe if we do something after this, we might do something like Lord of the Rings or there's Star Wars, which is violent, but it's not really bloody. So, um, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. So I'm trying to think of what else. <coughs> I think that's it. Uh, it's been a pretty mellow week. Um, you know, like my wife and I were trying to limit, obviously, the amount of times we go outside. We went for a walk. I want to say Thursday or Friday. It felt really good. We walked about a mile. Uh, it felt really good. I went to the doctor. I found out I've been losing weight, uh, which is good, not like in a bad way. I just changed my diet. I've been doing intermittent fasting. And the... Um, the scale was the lowest it's ever been. It was only like a three pound difference from what I've been, but it was a slow, gradual decline. And like I said, the, the scale has never, ever been that low. And I've been going to the doctor a lot because I hurt my foot and uh, I've been getting weighed every week. Uh, and then before that, every time I got weighed, it said like 211. Every time, every time. Didn't matter what scale I got on, it was always 211. So now it's 208 and it's not a lot of weight, but it makes me feel pretty good that what I'm doing is actually working. And of course, you know, because of the stay at home, I'm not as active as I used to be. So um, I think some of the weight loss, you know, I probably would have lost a little bit more if I was actually like out and about and like, you know, moving around and working my day job and, you know, being on the road and uh, stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Um, I think next week, I don't really know what I'm going to talk. I'll probably, there's more games to play. I'm going to be playing the Division, Division 2 here again. Um, and there's a couple other things I wanted to get into. I might... Pull the trigger and buy a game. I got some credit on the eShop, and I'm really liking that Dragon Quest Eleven game. I wanted it to be cheaper, but I might pull the trigger and get that. Or my wife might roll me into Trine. Uh, in fact, I probably will have her on next week. And I think we can play co-op in Trine, so we might do that. And then we'll um, we'll do that. And she bought Bubble Bobble. So I might do that as well. We might both get on and talk about both of those. So, yeah, I think that's about it. So, again, guys, uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, this podcast will hit my website uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m. That's www.gamingwithgrief.com. You can leave a comment below there. Uh, you can also go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Uh, let me know what you think. I'll read the email over the air if you want. If not, I won't. Uh, just let me know in the subject line if you want me to read it or not. And then, um, you know, this is now on iTunes. So go to iTunes, subscribe, like, give me a one-star rating if you hate me, or just tell me how I can improve. Give me like a three-star rating, or just say that I'm great and give me a five-star rating. That helps too. So anyway, guys, I think that's it for this week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.